This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What would happen is you go to turn that motherfucker and you would turn it a little bit and it would barely come on. And so you would turn it a little bit more and then it would like laser shot. And I don't know who the fuck designs the tracking system for these fucking things. But this thing will hit you square in your asshole with like oh, shit. with like eighty five psi. It's crazy. It just open it right up, huh? Like, yeah, right up in there. It's impressive. It's the rinse and repeat. <laughs> I had to look up things online about like uh, techniques, to, like how to fucking sit there and like the how tos. Yeah, man. Because I mean, that's that's a new thing, you know, getting your asshole rinsed out with like a water hose. <laughs> I like the sumo, I think is what they called it. It's where you put your hands on your knees and you almost do like a twerker later. When you're sitting there <laughs> on the toilet, make sure you get all them creases and crevices. You got to get in between them thighs. <laughs> never know. You never know what it creeped up there. Hey, it, it will freshen your fucking day up. That's all I'm saying. I don't talk about it enough. I just usually cut a promo at the end and say, but listen, the shit will change your life. I'm telling you, it, it's. I think it's really been like a help. Now, I will say this. A couple drawbacks. If you don't memorize which direction to turn it, if you turn it to the vagina spray, Ugh. it will shoot you like... In the nutsack. Square in your right testicle. Oof. Like I said, whoever designed the tracking system for the, for the asshole also They designed, took their time. Right. They designed the same thing. And apparently... <laughs> A fucking woman's pussy hole is right about where your right nut is, and that shit will drill you if you got a little bit of a hang what going on. The so hell, dude! You gotta be careful. So maybe put like a stopper, like a little notch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, or you know, put a piece of tape on this shit. You know, for for the future owners of a bidet, uh, I guess the tip would be to hold your ball sack until you figured out the direction of the spray nozzle. A son of a gun, son of a stunner, yeah. High as a 757, gone to heaven. Who? Easy F, your reverend. Preach about me, I'm the car. One seven, Apple and E. I'm the cash money, Mac Belly, y'all ain't ready. Quit fast like Tom Petty, y'all just petty. 82, I was born ready, I'm too ready. Y'all Benny, crack a ball of blockers, I'm too heavy. Meatball, Lamborghini, top spaghetti. Seats, rag boot, 20 to shoot. Who, me and you got plenty to do. That's a hitter right there. Man, one of my favorite things. Throwback jams. This is when Lil Wayne was little. He was little, little Wayne. <laughs> that was that was back when uh, Shake That Ass came out. Oh, man. That's the Carter 2, I think. Maybe just the original Carter. 
No, it's the. All ori- I know is I was uh, in like middle school. That's all I know. It's the original Carter. So the first, uh, the debut album solo of Lil Wayne. Uh, after all the five oh four boys or hot boys or whatever. Fuck. Anyway. All them, all them, them hot boys. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Po Boys podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight we have returning finally is <laughs> i do throwback jams because this is a throwback guest and hopefully some of you fuckers that are listening now have been listening for a while um i believe this particular person uh holds the record at this point uh, for appearances on the show though All it, has, right. it has been a little while and uh, for a little while uh we did a revamped version of his show it's the mm. only video podcast show of evidence of me on the internet so (laughs) you convinced me and uh, unfortunately you know schedules got tight my kid quit taking naps it just it turned into a whole fucking to do but he's resurfaced he's uh, refreshed he looks like a million bucks so tonight please welcome to the show antonio costner uh, aka the reverend tony rager how's it going bubba bro I'm just going to take a second and just share my appreciation. I feel like I should be wearing a championship belt right now. Yeah, or at least a you know? all white linen. You know what I'm saying? Or like Some should... linen and like maybe a participation trophy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, Dude. Made me feel good. You know, I should call you more often. I know. When I'm feeling depressed, you know, you, you really know how to hype a man up. Absolutely. Holy shit. We've spent hours talking about bullshit, guys. Uh, Tony is a young man who has has found himself in some very interesting situations he's had a crazy life much oh, like bro. much like this motherfucker uh sitting on the other end of the mic and uh you know it's one of the reasons i appreciate you tony and you. one of the reasons i think that we've had such good conversations is you know we've, we've been through some shit like grizzled yeah, man. veterans of uh bullshit and trauma and all kinds of stuff so you know as adult yeah. men, we're floating through the world and trying to figure shit out. So tell me, man, it's it's been months, literally, since we've well, uh, we've spoken. Give me give me everything <sighs> right now. Lay it out. You need some pictures. All right. So the last time we were doing our our stuff, there was you know there was a lot going on. Absolutely. And uh, you know, essentially, from the time that you you heard of me to the time that you met me until now, I have been on a, a nonstop journey of reconstruction if you were to look at me as a as a skyscraper building that was built poorly but had great potential so an architect came in who was me once i realized that i could be the architect of my life i came in i tore everything down and said we're going to do it right this time so i've been on this really long journey i've read a a ton of books and I have essentially rebuilt myself. I, uh, I took a really long journey. I went through philosophy. I went through psychology. I saw all my pitfalls and I patched them up, you know. And just this past year, there's been some exponential growth because right now I, I'm currently like this whole year has been shit. 2018, 2019, like I haven't like it hasn't been a year where it's like, yeah, you fucking killed it this year. It's always like. So when I last time we talked, I took over the vape panda business. I was doing that vape, yep. the vaping thing mm-hmm. uh, that fell through. The owner didn't want to do it no more. So he just said, fuck it. We're going to put the business on a shelf. Then I moved on from that to uh, I was a personal trainer that right there. I found my passion in life and I actually started my own business surrounding it, except I haven't 
done anything with my business because life has made me so poor. I started a business after I got fired from being a personal trainer because I needed money to get a, a more now I know you guys as you're listening you're going to hear poor decisions being made but <laughs> these decisions were made out of entrepreneurial hope and hustle. Yeah. So uh after my uh son's mom left I had my son full time. I had got him in school. I was doing a full-time daddy thing all by myself, working I was working two, three jobs, doing the podcast on the side, doing all this and that. And and with all that energy that I had to do all that, that energy seeped into my my energy towards the people that I was around. Let's say it be you, let's say it be anybody else that I do creative things with or something fun with, I became overly passionate. And I noticed I noticed that I became I made it not fun. And so that energy, I took it and put it all into my business. I was on welfare and I was on unemployment. So I was making like two grand a month almost, like sixteen hundred really. And I was like, all right, so this money ain't gonna last forever. I'm tired of looking for work. And I found what I actually love doing. I, I love nutrition. I love studying the body and how it works and I love manipulating it. And I love fitness. Because fitness that, dick in your mouth. Ah. Fitness nuts in your mouth. Yeah, there you go. See, we're on the same wavelength here. So I couldn't. You teed it up, man. I'm so sorry. I don't get to do that <laughs> no, one a lot. Take man. it when you get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I just went on this really long journey, man, and, and I discovered a lot by myself. Um, I'm I'm definitely not normal. Are you still in Cali? In Cali? Did you ever uh, get up out of Last time I spoke to you, uh, you were doing the vape thing, and you were talking about possibly traveling. Did you happen to get out of I, get out of the state at all? I actually did here recently. After my son got out of school last year, and or this year, whatever I can't even tell time anymore. Yeah. He got out of school like in June or July. I had I had gotten a job with, as a equipment operator with this with this company installing crypts and cemeteries, and that's actually what I was doing up until about two weeks ago. I was, you know, traveling all over California. I drove 9,000 miles in two months for this job. Oof. Did nothing but sleep in hotel rooms. Um, and then this last trip, I was in Virginia. But the heat out there, bro, the heat, like, it is not, California doesn't have anything on that southern heat. The, the air is a hot blanket. Yeah. It's just, smothers you. you like my very first day i had to hit the ground running bro i could not breathe yeah. my heart was racing my clothes were drenched in sweat here in cali i'll sweat a little bit my shirt will get damp right there's a breeze you know, it's nice yeah. this there's shit a over breeze. here Dude, yeah. this is like a big dog breathing on your neck just con yeah i couldn't do it man i was out there for a week but i was i was killing it man i did not stop working i hustled the name of my business is called hustle more because i believe that that's all everybody really needs to improve their life. It's just a little bit more hustle. Yeah. If like, let's say it for me, like how I was always depressed and I'm, I was always anxious. What did I have to do to fix that? Did I cry about it some more to people? That, that wasn't working. Nobody gave a shit. You know what I mean? Uh, do more drugs, drink more. That didn't help. That kind of made it worse. And so I just kept studying, man. I, and then I, you know, people would say, oh, we did this. If we did this, this and this, it helps improve this, this and this. So I did it. Boom. Improved my life. And I noticed that it, if you want to be a better person, you just got to hustle a little more. You want to lose some weight, you got to hustle a little more. You want to improve your eating habits, you got to hustle a little more. If you want to have a good family life, you got to hustle a little more. You want to make more money, you got to hustle a little more. 
and it, it all comes down to personal responsibility. And like once I I took this on, like it really this this ideology. It's you know it's very Socrates, Plato, Jesus, not Nietzsche, freaking Freud. It's all of this stuff, right? All at one, and it's really left me isolated. I'm very isolated now. I don't really hang out with nobody. I don't really go out and do much. I don't seek to turn up. Um, and it, you know, I would say this is probably because this is how I handle my depression now is, is it's not gone, but it no longer controls me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm better for it. I'm definitely better for it. Cause right now I definitely have a reason to be depressed because I had to give up my son. Uh, when I got this job, I gave up my son like three weeks ago, about a month ago because my, you know, I tried again with my mom and my mom did me dirty again, oh, again. Man. So, you know, I, I have a big heart. I have a big heart. Um, I don't like you know people used to make me feel like a shitty person now I see that I'm not a shitty person it's just that my efforts were to say no yes I need to learn Sorry. what to say no it's it's hard I remember the story yeah. when she came last time she stayed for a while and then didn't pay any rent and shit and this yeah. time she stayed for a little while ran the bill up and then left again <laughs> yeah man it's just like it sucks you know, when it's, it's those people, though. Like, that's what yeah. really fucking sucks. Because this is yeah. the people that you're supposed to, like, look up to and respect. The ones that are supposed to have your back and not allow you to fall. Not the ones that cause you to fall. Shitty parents, man. I'm trying yeah, to be a good one. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> God hey, damn. Just by trying, something. you're already doing better. Gotta do something. I'm here. That's better than I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, lately, you know... I just the last two weeks since I got fired, I've been bumming it, sitting around, uh, kind of cleaning here and there, doing a little setup. It's really weird. You know that energy I was talking about before? I can't find it. I can't find that energy again. And that there's something that's been scaring me lately. Hmm. Is is I don't know if if life has burnt that energy out of me, or if I'm just in a funk. Well, maybe you because just, I'm not. You need to hustle not, more, Tony. Yeah, you're right, and I know this, and that's the problem. That's the part that's killing me is I know this, but like when I'm here and that thought crosses my mind, I'm just like, nah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, it's that a shit heavy sneaks, ass hey, feeling, That shit dude. sneaks up on me sometimes, man. And it'll put me in a bad fucking mood all day. And my wife, you know, she's, look, my wife is a sweet person. Like she's had a little bit of shit. Like her, her dad died, I think when she was late teens early 20s something like that uh. and uh she's got like a pretty one of those weird catholic families that don't talk about their shit and just talk behind each other's back and then they get drunk and talk shit and yeah, like yeah, yeah. now My see we we had the same thing except we would start fist fights so that was you know some the fun. cops would come and shit yeah so it's it's definitely some experience but it's like she doesn't get like the other side <laughs> like there's that there's there is just, another side. There's definitely another side. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, that, on my that, last podcast oof. I did last week with my boy Justin, I was talking about that paradigm. That's something that was one of the key factors in in my psychological growth. Is paradigm is the lens from which an individual sees the world, and oftentimes the individual doesn't look through anybody else's lens but their own. It's your perspective, man. Yeah, and 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 it doesn't. It's the pro, It's safe. That's all it's good about doing it that way is it's safe. And, and let me tell you, opening up your paradigm and allowing other paradigms in, it can be, it can be troublesome. But it, it is also the only way to grow. And we all know that growth only, under, only happens under you know, stress 
under you know chaos. I'm up against it right now. As a matter of fact, my wife wants me to quit my job. She hates it. You know, it just sucks I would because say, it's the most money I've ever made, like hourly. But I was when, making 23 with that last job, man. I know the feeling. I'm not quite there, but it's definitely in the ballpark. And so it's like it's nice. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's paying. The, it, it, so I understand. She's my wife. She sees the bills yeah. and she's ambitious. We have a plan. Mm-hmm. We had a five year plan. We're like three years into it. Okay. And I'm like, yo, why not just hold steady? But <laughs> it's like, it's getting aggravating now because I'm also kind of like pushing myself. I'm like, you know, you don't like this fucking job anymore. Like, it's about yeah. that time, dog. Well, as long as you're so, honest, you yeah, know what I mean? I just as I long need as, to kick see, That's my ass. thing, is just be honest, dude. That's why I had you on tonight, Tony. I know we yeah. had spoken a little bit, and I know you were kind of hoping we can both break each other's funks. We'll be funk busters. Yeah. How about that? There you go. <laughs> nice. I like that, dude. Yeah. Funk busters, yeah. See, that's the thing is, like, I'm not going to reach out, you know, like, now nowadays I don't reach out to people because I'm always in a funk. And, like, I, I've learned that that, you know, although that that isn't me, it can be perceived that that is me. And then, you know, people will be like, oh, he's a downer. He's always sad. He's always depressed. So I don't want people to see me in that light, which is hence the isolation, like I talked about before. But, you know, the, as long this is it, I guess being depressed now is easier because I'm honest on the cause of my depression. You know, like before when I was working that job, making that money, I was still depressed. I wasn't any more happier, except when I got home. I could go to Chuck E. Cheese with my kids. I could go out to eat and not even think twice. I could help a buddy out if he needed it and not even give a shit. That was it. That was really it. Nothing else really changed. Yeah. And so when the time came, so the boss was belittling me and putting me down because I couldn't, you know, when it got real hot, I couldn't keep up. And uh, he just would keep running his mouth, you know. And it's like in the in the first couple months, I just kept my mouth shut, you know, pay my dues, work hard. They'll see the work. But this guy wanted you to be a machine that couldn't quit. And, like, you know, he's breaking labor laws and stuff. So that's why I'm not really that depressed about losing the job. But I had to stand I had to stand my ground because I already sacrificed my son. I was sacrificing, you know, my dream, which was pursuing fitness, producing content for all that, being a bodybuilder. I missed my first bodybuilding competition in June. That was a whole thing. Dude, I was ripped. I still am ripped. I just haven't been in the gym in for a while. But, dude, I got down to such a low body fat percentage, it was retarded. Yeah, like, poor. you can see veins Being and shit everywhere. Being poor will do that to you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy to be skinny when you're poor. Or fat. Yeah. Like, that's the other shit. You get that, all that, that processed shit. <laughs> hey, man, look, I was poor. When it came to body, my bodybuilding competition, I was poor around the exact perfect timing. Yeah. Because when it was time for me to cut, I really only had enough money to really feed my son. Shit. Chicken. I get whatever that little motherfucker don't eat. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy is I broccoli. <laughs> I I broke industry rules in four months. They will tell you that you can't put on a few pounds of muscle mass without eating this amount of food and 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 taking steroids. I lost ten pounds of body fat from from uh, February to the end of March. It was like the beginning of February to the end of March. I lost 10 pounds of body fat and put on seven pounds of muscle, bro. Seven pounds of muscle, no testosterone, no steroids, only the supplements I take every day and eating under 1500 calories. I did that shit by studying 
And still to this day, even though I did it and I have the documentation, I have legitimate body scans to prove that I did this. People still don't trust my training methods. They still think that they got to eat like if they want to put on muscle, they have to eat 3000 calories a day, which is dumb. That's it's it's just like our bodies are amazing. The human body is one of the most amazing things on this planet. And I've learned that like in the last year, I've learned so much about the body. Like you don't need. Can you tell me like one of the most interesting things you found out about it with all the personal, the training and the nutrition and stuff like something that people need to know right now. The number, the number one thing is your immune system. Yeah. Your immune system regulates everything in your body. It doesn't just fight off colds and germs and this and that. The immune system is a system of regulation. Right. Controls your body temperature, right? like fevers and Controls shit. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it tells the other cells what they should do. Like like when you when when um when you get a when there's a germ in your body, right? There's a there's a signal sent off and your immune system lights right. up. Okay, there's this it's a whole system, it's, your it's a whole it's network. It's your uh, Department of Defense. Yeah, ex- the part it's the it's it's the White House. Right. The because Pentagon, the White House the is, DOD, is, is what delegates. It tells people what to do. It tells the whole system how to operate. If your immune system is fucked, your whole operating system is going to be fucked. Yeah. So, like, it, not only, like, your immune system regulates your endocrine system. Your endocrine system is what regulates your hormones, which regulates the growth hormone, which makes your muscles bigger, natural testosterone, your oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, all these levels are regulated by your, your uh, immune system. And the number one place to take care of your immune system is inside of your gut. Your gut health is the first link in the chain of the immune system because essentially your gut biome is a whole little universe of people that don't belong there that are residing within our body, using our body and telling our body what to do. That's why when women get pregnant, they have cravings. Those cravings are your body's way of sending signals saying, hey, we need this. You've gotten it from this before, so this is what you want. Hence, weird cravings, you know? Like, Well, that's interesting. And, yeah, and, you yeah. have, and they say that, uh, let's not, and this is a proven fact, that 80% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. 80 or, 80 or something like that. It's close to 80. And that your gut is directly linked to your brain via the vagal nerve. There's a nerve that runs straight from your stomach to your head, hence anxiety and depression and falling in love, all these gut feelings. You know what I mean? Things that make you want to eat. Yes. Yeah. And I and I've I've learned the number one way to to take care of your gut, to take care of your immune system, your mental health, and all of that is to fast, to don't eat. Don't eat and only drink water. Right. The best way to do it is like a three day fast, a seventy two hour fast. Your Ooh. immune system will completely replenish itself. Are you still there? I'm definitely here. You said three days. I thought I almost fell it's, out of my chair, no, dog. It's rough, dude. Like when I when I first did it, I did it for three days solid, and then I did three month three months, no grain, no sugar, and I so that's even keto, to this right? day just leafy greens and fucking no, protein. Just just no grain, no Fats. sugar. <laughs> it's super healthy for you, man. You have to think of it like this. How did our ancestors do? Because the American diet's only like eighty years old, yeah. maybe. Well, you know, it's, it's super it's, new I, in I the grand scheme of the human species. Like the theory behind it is basically you are what you eat. If you're eating fucking garbage, <laughs> your shit is gonna be all exactly. tore up. Yeah. That's why different genetics. Let's say someone whose ancestry comes from the rainforest, right? Their diet, 
their body is going to respond best to foods that come from the rainforest, those types of foods. Or let's say my, I, oh, and I also got my genetics done. You're going to love this. 70% of my DNA is, is Eastern Northern European. So I'm like German, so Irish, Polish? no, not Polish, Rock German, style, Irish and, and British. That's okay. the majority. And I have some Scandinavian in there. Yeah. Um, 1.6% black where it counts and uh, only 20% Native American Mexican. And then the rest are like Asian and like random stuff. Do you really believe those things, man? Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical as fuck. I really just think that they just take people's spit and fucking oh, like throw no, it in the no, trash no. can. And so like, hey, I look, found, you're part Scandinavian. <laughs> I originally did it because I wanted to try to find out who my dad was. I was hoping that his DNA would be in a database somehow. That's true. But that yeah. didn't happen. But here's See, one thing that's it's even just a better, big bro. Fucking DNA database, and they're getting you. You think you're worried about your face getting swapped on the Dude, old my, people's scale? My DNA's but... been in the database since I was in the army, bro. Yeah, so me, it's me too. no big deal now not, at this not point. The army. Yeah, <laughs> they got it. It's on file. It's it's around. So I have a pretty significant <laughs> ancestor, man, and I, I'm pretty excited, and I'm actually extremely proud of it, and I don't shut up about Here it. it. I talk about it all the time. Give it to me, Thomas Jefferson. Right. But, you know, I can believe that. I I bet that there's a lot because Thomas Jefferson, from what I understand, was slinging tons of cock back in the day. Study Jefferson and then think of me. Like everything that he did is the same shit that I do. It's just different time periods. And like, okay, and I think my one point six percent black comes from the Emming. So I think I might like my DNA is come down the line of his slave son. Eston Thomas, Eston Thomas Emmings. This is the only black that I can think of. And I don't have any other black people in my family, dude. And and Sally Emmings was his wife's stepsister that he brought back from France. And during that time, uh, indentured servitude was ordered by King George of Britain. They, Tom, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson both wanted to abolish slavery, but King George wouldn't let them because we were still part of their economic trade system. And their economic trade system was built around slavery. And Thomas Jefferson was the first one to try to free a slave that was born in America because he was a sole believer. If you were born on this land, you're an American free. Everything that I've learned about this guy, he wrote like 90 percent of the Declaration of Independence, which is a is a religious document. He's the reason why we have a Navy. He he was the first ones to acknowledge Islam as a threat to America. We've been at war with Islam, Iran, since the founding of this nation. They are the reason why we have a Navy. Good old Tommy Jeffs. He also invented that swivel chair you're swiveling in. Motherfucking TJ, he he built this shit. Good old Tommy J, dog. God damn. And I and I got that DNA running through me. And and it and the reason why I'm so proud of it is because everything that I've done with my life up until this point, I've always been a natural rebel. I've always rebel rebelled, dude. Look at I ran away when I was 14 because I was living in a chaotic household that threatened my well being. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. You know, and like, I so like I, and just keep I, getting hit. <laughs> that sounds I terrible. Got, <laughs> I got that. I got that rebel freedom DNA, man. And and, you know, it reminds me of the Bible. Like I've 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 started studying the Bible and like I understand the purpose of it now. Like I don't I don't read it as like a I don't it sort of is a historical document, sort of. But you have to really read into it. That's what theologians do. They decode and break down the Bible. But I see it as like um, it's like a it's like a user guide to a new computer. 
when you get a new computer and you want to operate it at its best, fullest potential, and you want to operate in a way that you're not going to damage it, right? Like if you look at the human body, like it's a complicated, like bio-organic cyborg organism and our us as individuals, we're just pure energy, right? And we're just embodying this meat vessel. The Bible is a is like a user guide for people who don't really know how to operate in the world. But the, the, it's tricky because you need to learn how to decode it so that you can apply it to your own individual life. Right. See, that's something people get all mixed up. They think it's a, it's like a blanket statement. The book says what it says, and you got it's, that's not what it is. It isn't. You can't read the book for what it is. You have to break it down. Like it's so encoded, and like I've been doing so much research on this stuff. Like I get, you know how I get when I start researching. I get all. I get all obsessive about it and I get all in detail. Like I see all the puzzle pieces connecting every aspect of every thought that I've had. It's connecting and it's all making sense. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to write a book about it, but you know, I got this ADHD and it's really hard, it's really hard to <laughs> get thoughts out clearly and coherently and without, you know, squirrel. Well, that's the best part about doing a show, I guess, is it's documented. So you can go back and listen. I do yeah, that sometimes. True. I get pissed off because it's like uh, I'll, I'll think of something and I'll say I should have said something. I should have brought <laughs> that up. You know, I should have done something. You know, and just, it just goes yeah. away. Good ideas, man. Just floating around out there. Yeah, and we we can all access them, man. I like I have a crazy ass theory now. It goes it goes back like okay so like this is based this. The fact that Thomas Jefferson is my ancestor, like I'm genetically like I have a genetic piece of coding that belongs to one percent of Europeans, like him and his family and wherever he came from are the only people to have it. We originated out of North Africa, apparently, or Asia. No, it was Asia. It was an Asian haplogroup. group. But anyways, anyways, I digress. I believe that genetics. Genetics are so important man and it makes so much sense now why back in the days you know uh we would have families and stuff interbreed with each other to create a stronger genetic human you know i I think of it like this because of the bible the bible all the way from abraham almost almost every significant figure in the bible they're blood related yeah (laughs) all of them they're all blood related like you want to like, talk about fucking up your immune system. <laughs> right? <laughs> you got David, King David, who's, a, who's a, a, one of Abraham's nephews. Or, I don't know. I, I don't have the, the thing in front of me. But you got David, Solomon, uh, Jesus. They're all like in the same bloodline. Yeah. And they're all actual historical people. Like they weren't just in the Bible. Like they actually existed in the world, and it's provable outside of the Bible. See, that's the shit that gets me confused. Because I'm sure there's some stuff, but then there's stuff like Noah's Ark and shit that you're like, all right. But see, that's that's a story that needs to be decoded. <laughs> we already have a Noah's Ark. You know, like okay, so on Joe's podcast, he had Grand Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson. How they talk about you know the comets coming down and causing great floods, right? You know, which uh, was what would happen if a big ass asteroid hit the Earth? Yeah, like it, and we some shit we did that. We did that already. Yeah. We did that. We have a place in Antarctica that holds the genetic coding for two of each species and all the uh, seeds and all that genetics for the seeds. They're all in this vault. Oh yeah, well, we've it's, done it's that. It's a doomsday now. vault. That's that's an ark. That's an ark. 
That's all it is. An arc is is a thing that just carries in something important. Yeah, but how right? did they, they could have done that back in 10 AD or but whatever the fuck. Think about it, but you're, you're looking at it through the lens of the information that you've been given. You're not looking at it at the, the recent information. Okay, so recent information that those two, that I, Graham Hancock and Randall Carson, they just released some information about the North Americas. They found that there has been advanced civilization in the North Americas for over 140,000 years. Oh, shit. So is it like they the found, Aztecs and shit? Yes, like right, they right. they had advanced. They had they they found uh, man-made soil. They dug it up in in the Amazon or wherever it was the Aztec Mayan place, and they found this soil that even a handful of it can like fertilize a whole yake a whole acre. It sounds retarded. It sounds sci-fi, right. but this is like a real discovery, and they can't figure out how to replicate it. You know, you got to think of all these the the megaliths, the monoliths. All these giant, heavy things that were constructed, like, just think about the amount of time that it takes for wind and rain and all that stuff to erode things. The Sahara Desert used to be a jungle, you know? Uh, Let's talk climate change. I don't believe we're changing the climate. I think the planet goes through shifts. Absolutely, yeah. I think the planet tilts like two degrees or a degree, and it shifts the position of the sun on the planet. Hence, it's going to create new fucking deserts it's going to create new rainforests yeah and fuck, but it's all, all, about fuck all the trash in the ocean most of that shit's coming from china that's what i heard well <laughs> china is one of the china we got and a little India bit coming of off the, the coast of california and the fucking seals are bumping into it and shit and getting straw stuck in their nose but from what i understand i could be wrong i'm not fact checking right at the moment but I believe I, I've also read that yeah, there's a, a much larger pile of shit floating out there in that part of the ocean. So Yeah, like, man. Everybody's yeah. doing their part. I mean, it's probably not helpful. But I mean, it's definitely gonna do its own shit. It's it's it is. gonna shift. And the planet's, gonna the planet's happen, gonna save itself, man. It always has and it always will. See, people think that we need to change what we're doing as far as like manufacturing and energy, but we need to do what Nikola Tesla did and some of the ancient Egyptians did is they harness the power of the planet. Like the planet, it's a magnetic, electronic, bioorganism. Like it's insane. See, Just, that's the you thing, have to have man. a big imagination in well, order to. I understand that you kind of have, have locked yourself away and got the <laughs> chance to get into this stuff. If I went down those kind of rabbit holes, man, I would lose it. Like, I really would. I try not to think about it. I'm more like machine person right now. And I, you know, like it's, it's a little mean? different. You're just, on the schedule? We just do the same shit over and over again. You get your You're little bit of free time. Yeah. Yeah. You just ride it out. So I can at least appreciate the fact that like with you, you kind of are trying to figure shit out. Not everything works. Sometimes yeah, no. shit gets up pretty shitty. Most, but most doesn't. You're, you're really you're trying. You keep trying, man. <laughs> I do, and it and it's exhausting, bro. It's so exa- like I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be. You know how I don't lie. Uh, I try to be as honest as possible. I'm honest to a fault half the time. But it, it ain't easy, man. It's hard. It's hard trying to be conscious and woke, like real woke, not that fake woke, like a real person who's conscious of his choices his decisions like watching other like the thing is is like now i watch other people i watch other people's habits and their patterns of behavior and and like you know it can be real 
it could be real uh, heavy, dude. It could be real negative. You know, it, it can affect you socially. Real... Have you gotten to a point where you're like paranoid being around people yet? Uh, you know, I I think I've always been paranoid. Right. Well, that's why people. I'm asking. Do you think? Yes. Yeah. I'm just conscious is... of it now. I understand that you got to work your shit out, but I also know that I spend a lot of time alone, and I know that shit's not good for you unless. No you're actually doing stuff. So if you're doing yes, stuff, yep. you're kind of locking yourself in your house and fucking doing your shit. I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure stuff out. Like as long as you're not just like locked in a fucking house, eating pizza rolls and jacking off. Like that's where the shit starts to decline. <laughs> yeah. That's where I've been at, dude. I've been eating pizza rolls and jerking it into a sock. Just walking around the house. Just Yeah. It. Yeah. You know, I, this is a, this that's the way I have been, and that's why I told you it's scary because <laughs> I can't find good, that willpower. Yeah, it's not again. a good spot, man. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, that's why, like, at least, at least now, because before when you first met me, I would just lay around. I wouldn't really do anything. Now I get up, I'll do the dishes, I'll vacuum the floor, I'll go outside, work on some yard work. I'll never finish anything, but I'll start to do stuff. I think the next step is to completing stuff, completing tasks. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a snowball effect, as far as building up that willpower again. I think, yeah. I think, because uh, I definitely have the time, man. I have, I'm just sitting around, watching. I just finished binge watching Ben Ten, and <laughs> uh, Mind Hunter, you know. And I'm sitting there. around trying not to be sad for myself, but I'm physically, like, I'm mentally not sad for myself, but physically I'm being sad. Does that make sense? Yeah, you could just be yeah. body sad. Yeah, I'm body sad. <laughs> I get the But it's okay, though. It's going to get better. It always does, man. And every time every time that I get out of a slump, it gets slightly better each time. It gets hey, slightly look, can, better. Can I tell you something that might just brighten your day a little? Yo, whatever. In like two months, it's going to get cold as fuck here. <laughs> so think about that. <laughs> At least you have nice weather, dickhead. That's true. All the time. I am blessed. I ain't going to lie. I, I, you know, I am... At, that's another thing that keeps me a little bit of uh, positive is that I am extremely lucky. You know, I got this house for one, you know, that's a big deal. Oh, my transmission just went out this week too. So that's a son of a bitch. Fuck that transmission. Little St- dumb hoe. Stupid tranny. Dumbass hoe. Anyways. But yeah, I got a house, you know, I got awesome ass kids. You know, my baby mamas ain't that crazy. Uh, and, and you know what I can you know I don't even know what I'm complaining about man I I do have a good life I don't know why I'm not pursuing what I want to pursue I need to stop being a fucking bum dude yeah because I can work there. out every day can What's I, wrong hey, with you? can I ask you a question this is something I don't uh, think I've ever asked you about but I happen to know and I am curious now that I got okay. you here for in case I don't okay. see you for another eight months dick <laughs> uh when were you you were in the army weren't you yeah. How long when to tell me that story? I don't think I've ever asked you about any of that, but I know that you like you I'm pretty sure you went over for a little bit. Yeah? No, I didn't. That's why I got out. No, is because okay. in 2014 I volunteered to go and they didn't need my MOS at the time and they told me that I would have to change my MOS to go and there was no MOS school. MOS is the job, your job title. Yeah. Uh, there was no schools available that would I could take in time to deploy. So, I just told them to to release me, nice. Um, so to do but I had a pretty. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was a troublemaker. Uh, let's see. I had my twenty-first birthday when I was in training for to be a heavy equipment operator. Uh, I got in trouble actually. Uh, I got put on restricted duty and I wasn't allowed to leave the barracks on my twenty-first birthday. 
and I had to shovel rocks all day, like, because I didn't show up to formation because I was like, fuck this, my birthday, you know, acting like a 21 year old. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> they tend to break people in that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I had a couple buddies there. They brought me some liquor and we got drunk in the, in the closet. That was pretty fun. I went to Germany one time, uh, for about a month. And that's where my military career took a shit because, um, I was we we as a, as the whole the whole uh, unit or platoon that was out there, we all went to this restaurant in a city over from Misau, Germany. I don't remember the name of the city, but uh, there was a place called Big Emma's, and they had a three liter beer, and a gigantic plate sized burger, and the beer. The first sergeant and the chief were sitting at the table. He's a master chief, so they're sitting over at the table across from me, and they're telling us all this story about the three-liter beer and how if you can finish it in 45 minutes, they take your picture and everyone pays for your stuff. And me, just like a 21-year-old, rose my hand. I was like, "Ooh, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it." And everybody cheered me, me on. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Yeah!" So I'm pounding the drink. I'm drinking it. You know, I'm getting the random cheer in the background. I finished three liters of beer in 41 minutes and 50 seconds. Oof. Bro, can you imagine the levels of drunk that I went to? That's like, like, you're, not, like a, a matter you're of, not a big man, Tony. <laughs> no. If, like, fucking like maybe, 50, like, Bob Sapp did that, it probably would still be a little bit of a punch. But what are you? You're like a, a featherweight. <laughs> Well, back 60? then I was 180 on. Yeah. No, back then I was 180. Now I'm now I'm 165 on average. I'm 165 now, but I was a fat boy back then. I was, right. Well, I've I got seen those like pictures. I remember. I've seen a couple of the pictures of you, like yeah. fucking. I guess at a camp or wherever the fuck. And I was like, I've always wanted to yeah. ask, but I, just, you know, it's, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. After know. that, after that incident, the whole mili- the whole unit treated me like a fuck up. They all didn't like me. They they took that as who I who I was because you failed. Yeah, I failed at, at controlling everything about me when I was super drunk. Uh, it was like a fifteen minute drunk too, dude. I went through all of the emotions, all of them. It was embarrassing. <laughs> did you throw up on anybody? Uh, no, I did. I I com- I held my throw up. I think all the way until I got back to the barracks. So I held my own. Oof. And it was a lot of it's a lot of beer, man. There's a lot of beer. It's, I don't even know how I did it, bro. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, for real, it was. It was a lot. Uh, shit. So what's up with, uh, I don't know. I know you said you haven't been doing a lot of shows. Like, are you thinking about trying to, to start doing some, at least recording some stuff for yourself anytime soon? Yeah. What's going on with all that, man? Well, I, I restarted this week, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I got my uh, most recent episode out. I haven't started podcasting yet because now I don't have uh, income to pay for the host. Yeah, yeah, the hustle is hard, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm on YouTube. I've been on YouTube. I've been doing shows here and there on YouTube under the Hustle More Show. Since my Hustle More is a, is an actual business now, if any of your listeners want to go to hustlemorefitness.com forward slash shop. I got plenty of merch. I got socks, hoodies, shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, sandals. All hustle more. It's all a reminder to hustle daily. I love but, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to start producing more content now. I got my uh, buddy Justin coming through. I'm going to do a two-man show You know with what, him. dude, I tell you what, I got a buddy who uh, does audio. He's an audio-like engineer. So, you know what I'm saying? He, he actually is a pro. But yeah. I know that he... 
definitely makes a little bit of side money editing podcasts for people. Oh, really? Usually it's just like leveling shit out and maybe cutting yeah, yeah. a couple pauses. And he says, I don't really fuck with content because it's not my place. He said, but I put, you know, bumpers in and yeah, yeah. music, commercials, plugs, whatever. And then, yeah, you got to turn it out. So, you, But he said it's, you know. Nice little side hustle. People will definitely pay you money for it. <laughs> and you're in California. Well, I can't imagine there'd be a shortage. You'd probably have to hustle up a little bit of uh social media of some sort find you a server yeah. to get into that's the worst part man yeah social media is, is that a work god damn it's like yeah a man job. i i well after we stopped talking like i don't know did i delete my twitter the last time i don't i don't know bubba it's it's been i think so I, long. yeah because <laughs> we, you, we have, it was been a while you could text me so that's the thing is i think we had spoken through text a few times before yeah well i deleted my twitter that was at like 20 24k i got rid of the twitter and I got rid of Facebook for a while, but uh, I had to start it back up when I started my Hustle More business because, you know, advertisement and all that. That's free. Uh, but right now, all I'm doing is Instagram, man. For me, it's the easiest way for people to get to know me because right. my thoughts are so sporadic and random. Yeah. What's that, your, what's your you know, Instagram I, handle, Tony? Where are you at now? Oh, you can, you can find me on Instagram at Tony, T-O-N-I, Cosner, C-O-S-N-E-R, Tony Cosner. I don't fuck with Instagram, so f- click it, follow seek join yeah follow uh, just give it a follow whatever the fuck you do. I, I stay i stay For active sure. in my stories in the stories i like the stories because it's like a tweet and it's like an instagram post at the same time but then it disappears after 24 hours i like that so and then and then when i have something i that's like a real good quality video or real good quality photo then i post it on my feed but the, the stories make it so that you can stay active and relevant without having to post all the goddamn time. I don't like pictures. I mean, I'll take them, but mm. yeah. Well, see, I, like I made Twitter. mine all I about like it fitness. because it's short, you know, like uh, I practice my wordplay. That helps. And uh, I like find writing. Well, <laughs> it, I do. Uh, Twitter has sharpened me and also dimmed yeah. me at the same time. <laughs> Twitter is a motherfucker, and uh, I don't know, man. It's it's all kind of like that game Big Brother. Like you just figure people out, and you yeah. try to you know manage your way through this and have a little fun while you're doing it. And I've seen some people fall the fuck apart in the last yeah, couple man. Of years, man. And uh, I don't know. It's it's entertaining, and then every once in a while you'll happen upon like a really awesome person that maybe you would have never met yeah never came across um you know you know i got a couple fans man i yeah. got a couple fans on my on my instagram Isn't that crazy? they don't really they, they don't really know anything else about me other than my fitness and my motivate because I'm, I'm trying to be more really motivational inspirational as far as you know mental health and physical health goes and you know i've had you know a handful of people specifically message me and say that my posts keep them inspired to keep it up. So hustle more, hustle more, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a strange thing. Like I feel like there's some greatness in me somewhere and I just, I'm, I've been, that's what I've been working on is figuring out what it is and how to get it out and how to keep myself from going off the edge. Like the last few times, when I, when I get all into shit, because I, I I get into shit, man, and when I get into shit, it gets I get heavy into shit, and then it kind of like rules my my 
whole thought process. You know what I mean? Like I become obsessed and it just happened I, to me, Tony. That's why I'm laughing. I wasn't going to talk about it kind of on the show because it's a sore subject at the moment. <laughs> oh, and this is going to come out way, way later. So it's just funny. Like, yeah, I understand obsession. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a motherfucker, especially when it's something that you enjoy or yeah. something that you kind of get in your head that you're like, I am pretty good at this. This is what I'm going to do now. I get a little yeah. confidence. <laughs> Yeah, you take a big swing, and yeah, it's always a miss. I mean, it it could be, <laughs> you know what? It could just be a bunt. It was more of a bunt, really. <laughs> but... Yeah, you know that's what I feel like I've been like. Let's say uh, my podcast career, I've only been hitting bunts, and I've only been running to plates. <laughs> you know, what I mean? I've been playing like uh, I would say the end of GSMH, the original. I was hit. I was trying to hit nothing but home runs. Yeah. Right now, I'm just trying to stay on on the plate. I'm just trying to stay on base, you know. I think that's what I'm doing like, now. Having fun and like getting to have conversations, and then actually having like I got sponsors now. They I get Good a little, you, man. little bit here and there, and it's that's I, a big deal. I'm really happy for you. No, I'm not bragging. I'm saying it's like so. I'm I hit like maybe a, what a ground out double. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's awesome, and I'm very humbled by it, and I appreciate it, and it's just. You know um, how bad I wanted. You know how bad I wanted sponsors. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> Bro, you know how much work I was putting into my shows. It's a lot of work to get sponsors, man. Well, and it's, and, it's not, and you I, never quit though. Like you kept doing this, it, so but, that's why you, you deserve it. Well, this is the thing though. It sponsors not the right word. Sponsor is when they pay you money to do shit and run advertisements and stuff like that. That's not what I uh-huh. have. I have affiliate programs. Oh, Pro- okay. Promo code. So that's listener stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't do Patreon. I don't do you know because I'm lazy. That's the only reason I don't do fucking Patreon because I don't want to do extra shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, there's a gang of extra shit to do. Yeah, having a thing to just say, hey man, you want a you want a bidet? That's what I sell. Bio bidet. Go to www.biobidet.com. <laughs> Use promo code POBOYS. You ten percent off, and uh, they sell all kinds of cool shit. Tony, they sell sinks like faucets. They got and, sinks, bro. It's like a, a real like, legit company. They have uh, different models. I have one they sent me. It's like the sixty dollar one, I think. It's got a little uh, night light on it, so you can walk in there. You can take a shit in the middle of the night and spray your booty hole nice and clean. That's so awesome, dude. It's it's changed my life, especially in the summer. The days are great, man. The days are great. They tickle your butt. You get a little. Look, you get a little energy. There's a little energy that comes with it. You still have to kind of give it a pat pat after the fact. Oh yeah. With a little you bit of damp, you gotta dab it dry. You know what's crazy is the scene in movies. Sometimes, like it's uh, traditional, would be to put a towel there. You know how you yeah, get a hand yeah. towel next to the sink to wipe uh-huh. your hands. It's like a towel there for uh, for dabbing. That so, just seems unsanitary at this point. Yeah, like I wouldn't be a fan of that. So yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> you just fun. walk in there, people got like. Oh shit! Dabbed, you know, you, you, the bidet missed a chunk, and you dabbed, and it's got a little doo-doo stain on there. You didn't see it, and you put it back. It the only upside to it is like so selling like other products. You have to believe in what you're selling. You have to at least do a good job and you make. You can't go wrong with a bidet, bro. Right. I enjoy the fucking thing, and I think people also understand that. And there's plenty of different models. You can get one with like blow dryers and fucking. Oh. Uh, you kidding me right now? Seat warmers, water tank. What? Dude, 
they, they sell all kinds of shit, but it's expensive. My kickback is not very much, but I've had a couple of motherfuckers. You know who you are if you're listening, guys. <laughs> uh, they they wanted they gave themselves the uh, the Elton John uh, bidet treatment, and I was like, cool. What? So you know you get a few bucks. Oh shit! Back. You got some bidet buddies. It's pretty cool. Like it's it's just you sit back and you look at it and you go. <laughs> I guess I'm doing something okay. Might not be doing it right, but I'm at no, least you're doing, doing it right. an okay job at the moment. Yeah. So, don't doubt yourself. I don't doubt me. Then you know don't, what? You've don't been, doubt listen, yourself. You got it, man. Tony, you know what you've, you're been, you've been a big part of the process, buddy. We used to sit around and just talk bullshit for, and yeah. I don't give a fuck if people, you know, enjoy this at this point. Like I'm happy to be able <laughs> to talk to you again. I'm happy to hear that. You know, you're trying to, to produce again. I think that you're the kind of person that needs an outlet. Yeah, Otherwise, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You go that. fucking crazy, just like me. Yeah, that was. The I problem. gotta, I gotta have an outlet, man. That's I don't, true. I don't draw. I don't play guitar. Like I don't do nothing like that. So this is the only yeah. thing I got. And uh, dude, I, I've been riding high. Like I've been doing pretty good lately. And then the other day, I had some shit come along that bunt that I was talking about. Yeah. That shit'll take you down a peg, man. Yeah. It'll, it'll definitely, I know that feeling. Though, it will. Right? It will readjust your paradigm. <laughs> but yeah, the thing yeah, is, man. is after you realize that it's like, hey, man, sometimes you fucking swing <laughs> and you yep. just get a bunt. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's been it's been I feel like I've just been at the batting cage and I've been on like mushrooms the whole time. Right. Just swing so, wild. Swing away. Yeah, I'm just Tony. I'm just swinging, bro. I'm just swinging, having a good time. <laughs> sometimes I hit the ball. Sometimes I miss. Sometimes I get hit by the ball. But the whole point is to have a good time. Baseball is fucking gay. That's a hell of a segue. It's a stupid analogy. <laughs> I hate baseball. You know, I'm not I'm not a fan of watching sports. You know, I you know, that's one thing that I've noticed about me and other grown men is I don't watch sports. I don't I get have, to. I have like a kid and a wife. That I have zero really interest sh- in it. My fucking like you, my football You want to go play baseball? <laughs> my football yeah. team sucks. So it's my, like, yeah, my team sucks too. Or right. at least I don't know. I, I stopped following them a long time ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like UFC. That's cool. I like watching people fight. I stopped, I stopped watching that a long time ago too. It oh, became monotonous. Buddy, there's been some crazy shit happen the last few months. Really? Oh, I, I don't have, I haven't had cable in a long time and I've been poor for a while. I haven't been poor for the last four months, but I'm poor again. So. Well, you, have internet. you know, it's always a reason. It's yeah. always an excuse. Hey, you have internet, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get you one of them uh, fire sticks, man. Oh. But don't do all the bullshit. Like, like the Cody and, and all. Don't. That shit, Just, listen. That shit is so lame. I, I tried yeah. it a few times, and the thing is, is it's like, it's pirating software that you put on the shit. Yeah. So it's just like back in the day on the computer when you would want to watch bootleg movies, you'd have to go to some bullshit sites yeah, and it's annoying. And I used to do that so much. <laughs> right. I, well, I did too, and that's what. So, when I saw the deal, I said, "People were like, yeah, get your fucking jailbroke thing,' and did fuck that. It doesn't work because here's the thing: there are people actively, probably not even people, maybe robots, actively searching out those fucking sites and those links and killing them. 
Yeah. So you yeah, that's the have whole to job. Keep fucking downloading and uploading and reloading links. Missing so many fights. It's annoying as fuck. So don't do that. There's like, yeah. bro, there's like eight different things that have like free TV on the the Fire Stick stuff, like Pluto. Oh no, sir. Pluto's awesome. There's kickboxing 24 7. You can just watch kickboxing all fucking I th- day. I might have to get me a Fire Stick then. They're like 20 fucking dollars. Wait till uh, Christmas. It's coming up. Yeah. I, dude, I might buy you a Fire Stick for Christmas. If oh, I got shit. The money. Merry I, Christmas for fucking Jody. I'll dip off into the. Listen, I'm, I'm saying it right now. This might come around by the, <laughs> the rate I'm going, Tony. This might not come out until around Christmas. So I'm saying. <laughs> oh, shit. If, if the, the good podcast gods are willing. And uh, we sell some turlets. No, not even. We're going to fucking get you a fire stick if you don't have one by Christmas. We're going to sell some toilets, too. Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all go get your bidet. If I could afford a bidet, I would buy a bidet right now. How much are they? Like 60 bucks? Yeah, like 55, 60 bucks. Free shipping. Yeah. Dude, if this was three weeks ago, I would have bought one. <laughs> Buddy, I'll, I'll talk to the people. Maybe I'll see, I'll see a little something. Oh. something. Maybe we'll make you win a contest. Uh, most uh, most appearances on my show award. Yay. You get to squirt my butt with water. That's a, man. I think that's what's kept me going, Woo-hoo. Tony. Like, it changed your Nice little life. refresher. The shit will change your life. Yeah, I bet, man. I do need to get one with warm water. That's a bitch in fucking wintertime. We didn't use it very much then. Oh, it's cold. So if you take that morning dump. You getting that? You getting that? Good morning, chill. Wake up. It's better than splashing water on your face. <laughs> not, not from the toilet though, right? Bro, this shit has like car wash setting on it though. Like you got to be careful. <laughs> put thing, your eye out. <laughs> it's not your eye. That thing will rip your asshole. Like it's, it's ferocious. <laughs> and uh, it's it's funny because I think I got one of the original mass production models they sent me to try out. Uh huh. And uh, it. So it had like clicky notches. No, no, no. It had a knob that you could turn like from low to high, uh-huh. like a smooth transition knob. Okay. And the problem is, is there was like a little bit of a lag. <laughs> so you would turn because it doesn't oh. hook into your toilet. It hooks into your wall. Like it's a socket that comes out of the wall, you know, your water line or whatever. Then it hooks into yeah. a divider and then you hook a thing to your toilet and that divider leads out to the thing. So it's coming from the wall. It's not toilet water. It's wall water. So if you have good water okay. pressure, like me, uh, the the shit is ruthless. And on the first <laughs> one, the knob, like I said, it was just low to high. You know, like uh, like any other you know water spigot thing. And uh, they made a newer model that actually has like clicks, like settings. Oh, okay. Because what would happen is you go to turn that motherfucker. And you would turn it a little bit, and it would barely come on. And so you would turn it a little bit more, and then it would, like, laser shot. And I don't Oof. know who the fuck designs the tracking system for these <laughs> fucking things, but this thing would hit you square in your asshole with, like, oh, with like 85 PSI. It's crazy. It just open it right up, huh? Like, yeah. Right up in there. It's impressive. It's the rinse and repeat. <laughs> I had to look up things online about like uh, techniques, to, like how to fucking sit there and like the how tos. Yeah, man, because I mean that's that's a new thing, you know, getting your asshole rinsed out with like a water hose. <laughs> I like the sumo, I think is what they call it. It's where you put your hands on your knees and you almost do like a torca later when you're sitting there <laughs> on the toilet. Make sure you get all them creases and crevices. You got to get in between them thighs. <laughs> you never know. You never know what it creeped up there. 
hey, it, it will freshen your fucking day up. That's all I'm saying. I don't talk about it enough. I just usually cut a promo at the end and say, bye, listen, the shit will change your life. I'm telling you, it, it's. I think it's really been like a help. Now, I will say this. A couple drawbacks. If you don't memorize which direction to turn it, if you turn it to the vagina spray, Ugh. it will shoot you like in the nutsack square in your right testicle. Oof. Like I said, whoever designed the tracking system for the for the asshole also they designed, took their time. Right, they designed the same thing, and apparently, <laughs> a fucking woman's pussy hole is right about where your right nut is, and that shit will drill you. If you got a little bit of a hang going what on, the so hell, dude. You got to be careful. So maybe put oh. like a stopper, like a little notch. Yeah. <laughs> put a piece yeah. Of, or you know, put a piece just, of tape on that shit. <laughs> you know, for for the future owners of a bidet, uh, I guess the tip would be to hold your ball sack until you figured out the direction of the spray nozzle. Tuck it out. Unless unless you're into that stuff. Unless you're into like getting you know punched in the balls or flicked in the nuts like if that's your thing then go ahead and let it dangle and turn it on the vagina setting you know right to the right nut you'll love it cold water man you know i I had a bidet i used a bidet once in my life and it was at a shell gas station like a real deal one where like he's no it was it was the kind it was like the added the added where like it was aftermarket okay it wasn't the actual toilet See, those are crazy. Like, that would be, like, it looks like a toilet with no seat. And you're supposed to just, like, hang out over it and yeah. water sprinkler your fucking shit. And that's that's that fancy, that's that fancy, fancy shit. That's that shit where it's like, I, I can afford to take a fancy shit. I can afford a fancy toilet to take a fancy shit in. I, I don't need to buy well, you the don't cheapest, shit in there, most affordable I toilet. I don't think you shit in there. But if no, you did. I think it's just for ass cleaning, right? But look, if you did, like, so what? I shit right? in a bidet. Clean it. I paid $3,000. <laughs> I paid $3,000 for this room. You think, what, I can't shit in the bidet? Fuck uh, you. I'm sitting in this bidet. That's the least of your problems. This bidet better eat my shit. <laughs> you guys playing? You guys better get a potato masher. I don't know. I'm going to take this bidet back to the store with my shit in it. <laughs> Talking about this bidet's broke. <laughs> Help. There's not a drain on this. I'm all standing there with the bidet on a dolly hitting the bell. Ding, 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 ding. I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> I am unsatisfied. Somebody left the chili dog in this toilet. <laughs> Gross. There's a Lincoln log in this bitch. Get up into some shit jokes. Hang on. I'm putting some. I got re- I'm reloading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my buddy was supposed to come through and pick me up to take me to Costco to go buy to spend my last eighty dollars on some a bulk meat and some meat potatoes. Fuck. But uh, he he hasn't showed up yet, so I don't think that's gonna happen. I think uh, Costco closes at eight thirty. So well, you still got time. I don't know how far away it is. Uh, it's not that far from me, but it all depends on him. He got he he has a little side cleaning business. He cleans people's apartments and houses and cleans their carpets and stuff. I let him uh, use my truck when I was <gasps> ooh, gone in Virginia. He made it like an easy five hundred that week. Hmm. A lot of hustle, man. You should uh fucking go find one of those dudes. Do y'all have uh, the guys that sell meat out of the back of their truck? Like a, you know, there's uh, like a deep freezer there was a, in the back of yeah, a Chevy S10, and then they're like. <laughs> 
hey man i got these steaks yeah. and shit i miss them every single time they come to town <laughs> because they they're always downtown and they're always like by the mall yeah and i live like five six miles from downtown five miles from downtown and i rarely go down there and then when I, and when people tell me you know, it's either when I don't have a job, when I have a job and I'm not available, or when I don't have a job again. So right. I've never, you know. Catch one of those fire me said. Well, I went to one recently just out of curiosity because I was like, I bet it's. So, you know, there's the guy that sells meat out of his truck. And then there was these guys and they were like, hey, we got uh, steaks for like, you know, eight steaks for $20 or some shit like that. And I'm like. It's not bad. What kind of steaks? Yeah. <laughs> you know, strip steak. $8 or eight steaks for $20 New York strips. And I'm like. That's uh, like two something, two fifty a steak, I think. I'm listening. Yeah. And uh, I went up there and, you know, <laughs> it, it sucks because my spider senses kick in still. Yeah. Right? They're a yeah. little rusty, I'll, I'll admit. But, you know, <laughs> I fucking showed up a, a couple days late. So I'm kind of glad because I, I definitely got to see what kind of operation it was. Okay. But, yeah. You know, I walked up and there was a three or four gentlemen hanging out at the uh-huh. table. One dude wasn't even paying attention. Like I, I was the only person there. I don't even know what the fuck he was looking at. He was just kind of like staring across the parking lot, <laughs> smoking. <laughs> and I walked up there. doing that dead country stare. Bubba, there was like, there was so four grown people. I'm going to put the over-under, like, I'm being dead serious, the over-under of teeth between four grown men. I'm going to say, like, 35. <laughs> the over-under. What yeah. the hell? A lot of, lot of uh, cheap labor, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that, that Lolo. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it turned out they were out of steaks. The dude tried to sell me a $275 steak package. He was like, what the hell? I got this one here with all these steaks. And I'm like, that's cool, man. I just came for the $20 steaks. <laughs> He's always trying to upsell you. Yeah. I was, I was, well, no, that's cool. Yeah, and you'll throw in the chicken. Hey, bro, appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah. I only brought $25. So... What's up? And then they didn't even have them. Oh. They ran out. I, that that might have been my fault. Whatever. But I did definitely walk up and immediately got hit with that laminated fucking Waffle House menu shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check this out, man. We can get you this many steaks with this much chicken. And uh, it'll be, look, it's all frozen. We'll put it in a bag for you. That's 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 a hustle. See, that's why I, I don't. That's why I don't it. do things, man. I that's why I don't hate it. But I'm just I look at it and I'm just like, you just like the dude selling meat out of the back of your pickup truck. Yeah, look at y'all, y'all yeah. just got a big like deep freeze truck though. <laughs> it's so easy to catch people on their bullshit nowadays. You know, that's I feel a, like I feel like with the hustle. age of information. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's interesting because, I mean, who. Do you really like walk up and pay three hundred dollars for some to meat? some strangers like Omaha steak stuff? Would you do that in a parking lot? No, no, no way. I'm here for the twenty because I, for one, I don't even know if that's the you know you don't even know if that's the legit product that they're saying it is. For one, you don't know. 
You know what I mean? You 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 could be getting that them them low hitters, those that meat that ain't that good, that those, mad cow disease. Those you know already what I'm saying? dead cows. The that one, rejected meat. They just died. You don't naturally. want that reject meat. They've been dead for a couple of days. Slice them up anyway. Fuck it. We'll make. Uh, well, most most meat's been dead for a long time. Actually, you know that. That's you know most meat. It's the true, good meat. but you got to skin it and you got to get all the all that other stuff, the guts and yeah. whatnot. That's you what I'm saying. I'm talking sit. three day old cow. That's been dead, and they were like, "Shit, well, it's gonna go bad. It's gonna go bad, Raymond. Let's chop it up and sell it to the selling meat out of the back of the pickup truck guys. They like that shit. They sell it to fucking eight steaks for twenty dollars. Cut them up real thin. If I was to buy meat out of the back of a pickup truck at a random place, the steaks would have to be, uh, like, you when you look at them." You can't turn them down. Yeah. Would you cut it open like a Coke deal and like maybe fucking sniff them? <laughs> Stick your finger in there? Because hmm. um, I'm not going to lie. The meat that I if, saw, it was dark. It was some dark beef. Oh, so it was old. Well, see, that that's the thing. That um, If it's beef, it's not bad if the meat goes dark. Right. That just means that the blood is oxidized. That's all that means. I and know, it does have a it do has feel, a certain smell to it, do, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. But aesthetically, from aesthetically, buying, it's not appealing. At, right, you don't at want the to store, eat it. Yeah. you want that bright red shit, which yeah, the, I'm pretty yeah. sure they which, add like coloring and shit too. Just to and that's really just yeah, that's just emulating a fresh kill. That's Shut really up. the only reason why we prefer that over oxidized meat, is because in our brain, we're attributing it to a fresh kill. I love it. It's my favorite. I like, yeah. sh- I like that shiny fucking steak. That, you know, I like. Uh, ever since I became healthy, I like my my meat medium rare to rare now. I used to get it cooked like all the way through, but then I learned about the proteins and the different types of proteins and how they break down and become unavailable after you cook it. Uh, but all you really need to do is get the beef up to a certain temperature. I think it was like what 160, 180, or some weird random temperature right um but more of the protein and more of the creatinine and the other things the b vitamins and all the other stuff inside of red meat that's healthy for you is best cooked with fat greens and uh, blood you want you want it to be red with a little bit of blood i like it just past that see yeah that's not bad either you know what I'm but saying? You, but I you're like going to lose nice, some of the i like some the tip of, the of your nose nutrients. that's i like that that's medium all. right there the tip of your nose but it's yeah. not like I've seen motherfuckers not dry. Just, just eat it. <laughs> no, no, it's, it ain't jerky. No, the other the other end, like just to put it on the, the grill and uh, count to five and then flip oh, it. Oh, really, dude? Really? I don't know. Uh, some older folks, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely doable. And I mean, you can do that. Bloody I steaks. don't imagine it being enjoyable though. It's not cool when you're eating hamburgers. You know, like hamburger meat is where it gets a little weird. Yeah, that's weird. Because it's like mushy. But like steak, that's, it's like, whatever. That's like putting your hamburger in a blender in a ninja <laughs> and blending that up and drinking it through a straw. It's sort of what it's like, you know. Ain't I'm going to take this I'm gonna take this steak, I'm going to put it through the grinder, and I'm going to kind of put it on the grill. And then I'm going to eat it all red and kind of cooked. I love burger. I can't do it like where it's like mushy in the middle. Like, no. It shit needs to be cooked. Got to be sturdy. Layoff, guys. <laughs> Got to be sturdy. You know? If I that bite shit, into it, I don't want it falling apart. Right. That shit shouldn't look like a tuna steak. Like, that's not what we're going yeah. for here. 
Yeah. Nasty. <laughs> we ain't going for that. What is that ham? That ham. That's a southern thing. It's like a it's like a purified ham spread. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you're talking about hang on. It's pink. Uh, potted it's meat. Pink. So you're talking about potted meat? Yeah, maybe. Probably. It's like uh you know what a Vienna sausage is? Yeah, yeah. So it's like but it's, that but mushed and then in a can. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, potted meat, man. It's good on crackers. It's real salty. You know, we fucking with that. That's a lot. that survival meat right there. It's cat food. Basically, but so is yeah. a lot of that shit like corn, canned corned beef hash. That's cat food. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good though. It, with some eggs. That's on. that survival stuff. You need like one bite a day. To I'm survive. pretty sure, uh, a, like a dollar store can of corned beef hash, you could probably eat like a spoonful of a day. Yes. Yeah. Raw. Survival. Like, don't even cook it because yeah. it's already been pasteurized and Got plenty cooked. of salt. But it's yeah. Don't don't warm it up. That's when all the shit comes alive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. I should do. Survival technique number one hundred and four. Just get like, I don't know, thirty-seven oh. cans of corned beef hash. That sounds like you're gonna be in the hospital. It's like eight <laughs> months worth of food, probably. It legitimately could, and you could probably There's you could probably pull that in there. around on a on a little dolly cart. You know, if the world ends. Fuck yeah. You know, you have a, a, a little wagon behind you, you know, just, have some kind of mechanism like a donkey <laughs> or hash, something. To my pull. hash donkey, bro. Uh, they got to get there's like a donkey farm over here by my house. Really? I was um, driving with my buddy through this city called this. this there's this pass called Richie Canyon. It bypasses the freeway to get to uh, this place called Marino Valley. <laughs> And uh, usually it's like a 45-minute drive if you take the, the, the freeway or whatever. Yeah. You know, run into traffic and all that. But this, this is like one of those mountain passes, you know. And inside that pass, there's a herd of donkeys that just roam free. You drive, like, it'll stop traffic sometimes, too. A donkey will just decide to walk into fucking Richie Canyon Road. Oh, shit. Everybody, everybody will have to stop. Last time, a donkey was standing outside the road. Dick hanging out. Dick just swinging. He's just staring, <laughs> staring at traffic with his dick hanging out. And on the other Directing side of the road, traffic. there's like six females. No, there's six female jackasses just standing there. He's on the other side with his dick hanging out. And then you got traffic slowly passing him, like admiring his dick. And he's just looking at us happy as fuck. And I was like, ain't that some shit? Big, living a good old life. It's big dick energy, bro. That's bringing that big dick energy to the country. It's infectious. To that country part of California. That's what that is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, Tony. Hey, Bubba. Um, I, I've called you Bubba a lot. I hope you don't mind. Uh, uh, that's I, all good, man. That's I've all tried good. to not do it, and the more that I've tried not to do it, I keep doing it. So, uh, Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. I'll be your Bubba. Hey, uh. I don't know. Do you have any social shit going on? Do you have an email account? Like, fucking, if anybody happened to hear this and wanted to maybe get in contact with you, Tony, do you have contact information other than your cell phone? Yeah, you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. Right. Uh, at Tony Cosner. Uh, face, uh, you know, just look, just Google Antonio Cosner. Antonio Cosner. My email is antonio.cosner at gmail. You guys can, if you want to do my show, my show is The Hustle More. It's usually a video. 
video podcast. Uh, I haven't really done any audio just yet. I have a gang of recordings, but I have all my old recordings too. I'm gonna hey, use those. Uh, I think your, I'm just gonna. Uh, what's your YouTube channel, I'm, fucker? Uh, it's still God Shape Mommy Hole, GSMH okay. Productions. There you go. Yeah, get that shit. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, on YouTube, go ahead and, and Google God. On uh, YouTube, same shit. Google YouTube. Uh, God Shape Mommy Hole Productions or God Shape Mommy Hole Podcast. Um, Hustle More Podcasts. Just, you know, take all those key terms and then pop out your old diddly phone. Type in, you know, my my name and stuff. You know, you, I'll pop up. I'm always there. I'm right. all over the internet. Pow. 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 And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for having me on. It was a good chat, man. I really appreciate all that. Hey. You're, you're welcome back anytime, buddy. I'm sorry it took so long. It's the summertime, and my Life. kid, he's getting bigger, and I'm just, even now, uh, I'm trying to keep up, and uh, I like you said, I don't want it to not be fun anymore. So yeah. it's kind of one of those have- things, look, I'm committed, you cocksuckers. I've been here for a minute. I Ooh-hoo. produce. I hit my 100 the other day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nice. It's, uh, oh, so I'm 101? No, you're... You'll be a little further down. Oh, that's right. I'm getting released way further down the line. Okay, never mind. Why are you dating my <laughs> shows, dick? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's so I'm kind of like I've got people that are checking it out, and it's it's very flattering, and I'm very happy. So right on, man. It's cool, man. And very if happy. I can do for anything you, bro. to direct some shit towards you. That's what I'm gonna do. And, yeah, uh, we share the share the love. It's always about sharing the love. You know how I roll. If I got anything to share, I'm always more than willing. You know, one of these days when you when you when you find the an extra hour, you're gonna have to come on my show and and do the do the live show with me. Yeah, man, that's kind of what. If if it's around this time, like the same schedule, this is yeah. where I'm at now. It's been a lot easier. The baby's uh, gotten to where he'll lay down by himself, and it's man, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah, man. And by the next time we we have a, a show together, I should uh, be doing a lot more. I should be producing a lot more hey you know my energy should be up way more too this one probably won't be out for a little while like uh at least a month or so so you have time i want to hold you to it i'm listening i'm telling you the next time i speak to you you better be handling some shit (laughs) i'm gonna get her done okay better better believe it have a good evening i'm gonna go eat some pizza fuck off all right (laughs) all right bud all right take it easy buddy later man all right that was my conversation with the Reverend Tony Rager. Um, really happy that I finally got to catch up with him. You know, we've we've had some history. Anybody that's been a listener to the show would recognize uh, he's an OG to the Poe Boys lineup and uh, he's a good buddy of mine. So wish him well. Hope everything is looking up. So, yeah, in honor of Tony, hustle more. Get in there and get your shit together. Get some pep in your step. Get some lead in your pencil. Get some shit handled, right? on the up and up sorry it took so long and i know this is rushed uh hey we had the holiday season i just got my office put back together so suck me i'm sorry <laughs> hopefully we'll get back towards the the every two week schedule and uh try to keep it on point but guys it's been a pleasure thank you for listening take care of a little bit of business if you enjoyed this please be sure to check out the other shows on the nsfw podcast network including but not limited to at this point, <laughs> the Man Brain Podcast, Getting Casual with Crumb, 
your kinky friends with Nick and uh, the Priory Society, Eros and Isis. Great shows, nasty people, and uh, I love them all very much. They're, they're great folks. We, the next episode should be with Nick, as a matter of fact. And I was just talking about it yesterday in the chat. It's uh, it's interesting, man. You know, I've had a lot of conversations, and uh, his story is one that not a lot of people have dealt with. And me personally, it, it's one of the only times that I actually got emotional during a recording because it's it's crazy, man. It's a crazy story. So we'll be looking forward to that. Um, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friends, mama about the show. Leave a review, subscribe, all that jazz. If you're here, you know where it's at. Uh, if you want to get me on Twitter at poboypod at jodyb501 it's been a lot of good stuff going around lately uh, especially with I like to give a shout out to my buddy uh, Dave the Man Brain Podcast Uh, had a recent episode with Uncle Randy from Married as Fuck and you know we have a long history with them too and it was a lot of fun and if you've been a part of any of this mega drama that has been the last year in podcasting with our friends the uh, the podcast circle jerk or any of the drama that's happened with that uh it was very interesting you know to get to listen to those two go and uh they did a great job and you know i'm happy a lot of my friends they're they're kind of establishing themselves and uh, i i could not be more happier like with who's right they're uh, they're killing it dave's doing wrap-up shows and i'm hoping to maybe get in on one soon i got this new computer everything is recording well i've got video it's man 2020 so far is looking up although i did kind of shoot myself in the dick the other day i got a little overzealous and uh, i wanted to buy a super nintendo classic the little console i thought it'd be cool for christmas like a late present stupid me uh i got flim flammed y'all uh, i got on ebay and just I was half drunk and in a in a hurry, and I said, "Oh shit, they got this thing for like thirty five dollars." I thought, "That's crazy on eBay. Buy it now, fuck yeah!" And it wasn't until I paid for it <laughs> that I realized that I got a bootleg Nintendo from fucking China. Um, <laughs> I felt fucking dumb, but I read the reviews, and what it basically said was, "If you're expecting a Super Nintendo, you're gonna be very upset." Because that's not what this is, they said. But what it is, is a like a bootleg Raspberry Pi NES console that basically will play like 600 different games. So, we'll see what happens. But that's that, guys. It's been fun. Um, you know the, the deal. Pay the bills. Go to biobaday.com. Use promo code POLBOYS. You'll receive 10% off anything in the store. I'll get a little kickback and you will clean your booty hole in style. You guys... Happy New Year, and uh, yeah, that's that. I'll catch your ass next time.
place was safe.